now on BBC One, it's Fleabag, followed by Bag of Fleas. Ah, oh, gee. Hey, sir, can you put a... Can you tie that bag? Oh, oh geez. Ah, oh, there's a hole in the top of the bag. There's fleas going everywhere. There's fleas everywhere. What are you doing with your cards? No, no, don't close it now. It's too late. Written by Fleeby Waller Bridge, starring Waller Phoebe Bridge, and introducing Bridge Phoebe Waller. Welcome to Sketching Out, episode three. Today we have two more sketches for you, and the first one is called Politics. And now on BBC One, it's time for Politics and Things. Politics and Things! Good evening. Our discussion tonight asks big questions about the record levels of rising unemployment. To discuss, we have Labour's Ralph Corbyn, no relation to that Corbyn, Shadow Secretary of State for Work and Pensions, and the Conservatives' Roger Ticklewinker, Secretary of State for Dog Jobs. Mr Ticklewinker, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Now, you've defended the government's stance that dog unemployment should be the country's number one priority. How can that be so, when the number of people using food banks has never been higher? Look, dogs need jobs too, and there are so many jobs that a dog can slot into. For instance, guard dogs, shepherding dogs, model dogs, acting dogs, hunting dogs, racing dogs, stunt dogs, model dogs, guard dogs, police dogs, homemaker dogs, gun dogs. I- I'm sorry, can I interrupt? Mr Corbyn, no relation to that Corbyn. I don't think anyone is saying it isn't wonderful that dogs are doing well. It's just that right now we need human jobs for human people to help run the human economy. We are confident that if most dogs get jobs, then we will all benefit. There are so many crucial jobs for dogs that humans just aren't able to do to the same standard. For instance, mountain rescue dogs, therapy dogs, sled dogs, sniffer dogs, bomb sniffer, drug sniffer, crack, cannabis, heroin, then your disease sniffing dogs, flu dog, Hepatitis A dog, COVID dog. But please, we aren't here to listen to you just list jobs for dogs. Well, good, because I don't have any more. We're here for you to address how your government is going to solve this crisis. There is a record number of people below the poverty line. Below the human poverty line, yes, but your average dog has never been better off than under this government. Yes, our manufacturing industry is suffering, but you can't realistically expect the stout legs of a Dachshund to turn the wheels of industry. His his tummy would be rubbed raw. Well, if tummies would be rubbed raw, why not get more jobs for humans? Intelligent humans! Well, look, now what is intelligence? Could a dog be an engineer? No, but in the future, maybe. We just haven't been giving them a fair opportunity. 
just because a dog doesn't understand Pythagoras or Newton, which are human concepts, may I add, we should just subjugate them? They are more capable than we give them credit for. This is not about what dogs are capable of. We're talking about humans. Shelters for the homeless are full because of a lack of funding. Look, we have the utmost sympathy for the human homeless, and we are- Well, in leaked tapes from your cabinet meetings, the Prime Minister called them, and I quote, two-legger beggars. Now, there is no truth in that at all, and th that is propaganda from anti-canine extremist group. <laughs> I think the British public knows better. They know that this government has abandoned humans for another species. Well, the way you're talking, it almost implies that you don't like dogs. No, I don't. <laughs> That's right. I'm not ashamed to say it. Is this the Labour Party's new position then? The Labour Party doesn't like dogs. Yes. Fine! We don't like dogs. The dirty, wet-nosed, butthole-sniffing, panting, needy, stupid wolves. Stupid leg humpers. <laughs> well, you heard it here first. The Labour Party anti-dog. And we're just getting word in that Labour have refuted what Mr Corbyn, no relation to that Corbyn, has said, have suspended him from the party. What? What? And have replaced him with a Pomeranian called Buttons. Guy dogs. Guy dogs. That's another one. That should have been top of my list. Welcome back from politics. We like satire here at Bob Plates Comedy. A bit. People like satire. A whiff of satire. Dogs whiff. We just pat animals in instead of humans. No, they were humans too. And humans. We put animals with humans. Yes. Well, To see how they cooperate. Which is not that well. They do go well, though. No, it sounds like there's a split society here. It sounds like dogs or humans are second-class citizens and there's there's polarisation. I think dogs are second-class citizens. But are they now? Because it sounds like a dog's in power, no? No, dogs aren't in power. There's oh. not a dog at the dispatch box. What, what dispatch box? As in on the news interview. Oh. You think they were dogs? No, 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 no. Mr. Tittlewinker... Roger Ticklewinker. Roger Ticklewinker. Yeah. He's a dog. Actually, Roger Ticklewinker is actually related to Corbyn, so... Uh... <laughs> He's a dog though, right? No. What? At no point do I say Roger Ticklewinker is a dog. It's assumed though, no? Is it? Well, he's fighting for dogs. Yeah, that's the silly thing. Oh. He can be <laughs> a dog. Why is he called Roger Ticklewinker? I just thought it was a funny name. It is, because it's like the name you'd give to a dog. <laughs> oh, no. That's interesting. This sketch has a whole new meaning for me. Maybe it would be funnier if he was a dog, but I did not write him as a dog. <laughs> what about the Pomeranian called Buttons? He's a Pomeranian. <laughs> yeah, no, he is a Pomeranian called Buttons. So he's the only dog in it. <laughs> you have seen this as a world where dogs take up political positions. Yeah. And I don't introduce that concept in my when I wrote this sketch until the very end. But you've already taken it as given. Yeah. I even wrote down as one of my things to ask you was when, when dogs have, must have got the vote. I should have called him a really human name. Gary. Gary London. Gary London. Gary Human. So Pythagoras and Newton being human concepts. Yes. What sort of, what are the dog, what kind of dog concepts would there be? They'll have a cuddle quota. As in they have to fill a certain amount or they, they can't go more than something. No, they, they have to, the, a human has to provide them with a certain number of cuddles oh, a day. Oh, a human has to give their, okay. Owner, the owner. Ah, oh, that's yeah. nice. How yeah. many is it? Four. Only four? But like big cuddles, like hugs. Yeah. Um, 
I just wrote down Tickle Winker, but we've just we've discussed Tickle <laughs> and the controversy that has come <laughs> from just me trying to use a funny name. <laughs> Don't use a funny name when you're writing anymore. Someone might mistake your character for a dog. I think that uh, what I got out of this sketch was the fact that jobs need dogs but dogs don't really need jobs like Ooh. obviously there are all these jobs that yeah. mr tickle winker lists yeah that are jobs that we need dogs to do yeah but why does a dog need a job a dog doesn't need a job i think it's nice for a dog to have a job really yeah i do i do uh i mean there's so many jobs that dogs can do uh, i mean there's <laughs> model dogs I don't know what a model dog is. Um, how many dogs have you met in jobs? How many dogs have I met in jobs? Yeah. Um, in my life, I don't know a lot. I've, there really? Are, there, yeah, there are a lot of guide dogs. That obviously. you've met? What do you mean by meet? Oh, I was kind of going by scene. Patted ten times or more. Well, you don't, no, five. Well, no, you don't pat a guide dog. Have you? Uh, we had therapy dogs come once to uni. No, we did have therapy dogs to uni. Oh, no. Uh, wow, we didn't have that. No, they have one at the hospital. Oh, okay. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, for the, in the A&E. For patients. And for they patients. had dogs running around A&E. One. There's one dog. One dog? One dog. One of the doctor's dogs. That's nice. What yeah. did uh, what did infection control make of that? I'm sure the dog had to be uh, shaved. It was a shaved, <laughs> covered in antibacterial <laughs> hand gel with a, with a gown and oh, hat and mask on. PPE. Yeah. Dog. If I was a dog, I wouldn't want a job. I'd want to be a regular dog. I just want to be like the other dogs, jobless. You're smashing it as a dog if you're spending time with humans. Yes. Dogs with jobs. Yes. Spending time with humans. Spending time with humans. All the time. Yeah, it's not that bad, actually. Yeah. Herding dogs. Sheep herding dogs. Did I say this? I don't think it's in there. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> like a border collie. Yes. I like them. Yeah, they're very intelligent. Yes, I hear they're so intelligent that they know when you're like depressed and they get depressed themselves. Oh, yes. Which is quite I love upsetting. these little facts about animals that we come up with. That, that we're we like, can't possibly know. <laughs> and one that I found out that was not true recently is that a swan's attack with its wings cannot break the leg of a human. Really? Adult human. What if they have, like, a, a efficiency? Uh, they've just run a study on that that has not yet been published. But, uh, yes, they, they did round up all the swans and put them in a lab, make them With all the osteoporotic people. Lots of people with bone deficiency. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, in this world, mm. so leg humpers. Yeah. Is that a very offensive term? I imagine so. Because you've reduced a dog to this instinct type thing that they do. It would be like calling us stand walkers. We have to stand up to walk. It's not quite the same. Genital humpers. Yeah, it would be like, well, yeah, that's better. Uh, and the Pomeranian called Buttons also relates to Jeremy Corbyn. Is Jeremy Corbyn's Pomeranian? Does that make them relatives? Uh, in human dog relationships, yes. Okay. So there are some human dog laws. Yeah, they're starting to get drafted in, starting to make it into manifestos. Lib Dems are just trying to, yeah, all over it. Push cats. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they thought it would be a good idea. BMP said they wanted to shoot all dogs. Apart from British Bulldogs. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. The next sketch is called Recede. He was the world's most successful hair model. Thanks to my long, luscious hair, I'm both rich and happy. I love you, husband. I love your hair. 
I love you, wife. But when he turns 30... What are you saying, Ma? Before he walked out on us, your father began showing signs of... male pattern baldness. Oh. Time with his hair... Ma. ...is about to run out. Christ. Yep, that forehead is getting bigger, all right. How long have I got, Doc? You'll be bald within the year. No! We're gonna have to let you go from the agency. Also, your wife is leaving you for me. That's right. No! My wife! My life! But receding hair is also an opportunity. The hair we have is never really gone, as long as there are those who remember it. To reseed your life. There's only one bald modeling agency in town, and they only take the best. Damn it, I am the best. Honey, you were the best when you had hair. This summer, I'm more than just my hair. Sun cream your head. I'll show the world. And get ready to bald your eagle. It's showtime. Recede in cinemas August 12th. Recede. That was recede. Recede. Receding hair. Receding hair jokes. And recede your, your life. life. Yep. It is an opportunity to recede your life. If you lose your hair. Which a lot of men will. But that's okay. I came up with this sketch out of maybe a place of fear. What's your dad's hair like? I'm just kidding. Everyone knows it's the mum. What's your mum's dad's hair like? My dad still has some hair, but the male side of the family has male pattern baldness. But my mum's dad, he, apparently he died with all his hair and it's what killed him. <laughs> it's, it's growing in, growing inwards growing into in the brain. He tripped over it. So you want to be somewhere in between, which maybe you will. Except you obviously won't, I it's definitely the mother's side. I don't know. I'm, I don't, but it's okay if I lose my hair. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right? I'm just curious. I'll just make this film. Yeah, I've seen worse film trailers. I've written the this. screen. It's oh. not that out of the. It's not out of the. Uh... This is a completely serious endeavor. I've written half <laughs> of the screenplay. How dare you? <laughs> you know, you know when his mum is like tells him that his dad, who just shortly before he walked out on them, yeah. had male pattern baldness. Yeah. I really don't think this should be the first time she's telling her hair-modelling son this story. Why? Because... He probably knows the story of his dad walking out. Yeah, but he doesn't but know that he had male pattern baldness. Why and would he's he gone into Well, his mum could have told him. He's gone into a hair-modelling career. Well, this is the thing. This is the conflict. Because... He wasn't a very smart boy, um, and he had a lot. There was a lot of trauma about his dad being brought up and stuff. And then it so happened that he grew luscious locks of hair, and he becomes uh, like the world's most famous hair model. He gets sponsored to do Wellman adverts on the tube, the whole jazz, the class A celebrity. Right. But there was a dark secret. So you're saying she kept it secret so that she could make money off her son. Part of her wondered if maybe she was wrong. If she was like, you know what, maybe it looks like maybe he will keep his hair. Maybe he has a bit of my genes so that he'll keep his hair. Yes, the I, but son. until she was confronted, she lied to herself saying that she would tell him one day. Right. But it but wasn't she until could never he bring came. herself to do it. Yeah. It wasn't until he came and asked her. Because his hair started falling out. Yeah, his, his forehead was getting a bit bigger. Ooh. I know. That must have been It's a good screenplay. I was going to ask if you wanted a co-writing credit, but... No, thank you. So he makes money from modelling his hair. Yeah. Surely they're head models. Yeah, but the hair is more important, I assume. Or there's a balance. Do they blur out their faces? No. So it is about the face. You've seen a L'Oreal advert. Right, so it is about the face. It's the face and hair. But the hair has to be really shiny and sleek. Maybe they just take the hair from one person, the face from another person, and combine them. I'm sure they can do that these days. Hair is hilarious as a concept. Yeah, it's this thing that we... It's this dead stuff we grow out of our skulls. Yeah. And we've decided to 
style it. Just do so much with it. Yeah. On, off, on, short, long. <laughs> on, off, that's it. <laughs> on, on, off, all the conditioners. You can argue, argan oil. Yeah. Argan oil is good for the environment, right? Where does argan come from? Morocco, I think. Yeah, but what do they kill to get it? <laughs> is what I'm asking. What's an what, argan? What adorable animal has to die to give my hair a shine? I've, it could be from a plant. Even if it, even if it if is from a plant, a plant, then it's then it's probably killed something through destroying the ecosystem. Yeah, or Nutella. no, or like the workers who made it will be abused. Probably. Jesus, is there not some kind of fair trade argan oil? Probably system. Probably that I should get into. Maybe not argan oil, but hair conditioner for sure. Okay, well I'll look into it. Yeah, so yeah, you can do a lot of things. It is hilarious. How often? And do, yep. Face hair. People face, do things with that. Face hair. You know, people do things with all their yeah, hair. Foot hair. Back. <laughs> <laughs> hair. braid it braid your foot hair back hair back yeah oh god do you just do nightmare. you do you commit to nightmare or do you just no, accept I, yourself uh not quite uh, oh no i i have i have great shame about hair on my back no as in because i get the weird tuft on the back of the neck who says it's weird Everyone, get I, you, everyone knows what you're talking about, so it can't be that weird. It does look weird. I'm like, oh, when I see it in like the, mm. the shower or something, <laughs> or yeah, like you slip. But it's ah! also, but it's also really weird because like if I if I don't shave it for ages and it grows and I wear a t-shirt, mm. it can occasionally pop out the back of the t-shirt, which would make you yeah, think that I just have it. a really hairy back. Right, but it's, but it's misleading. I don't. I just have this like little bit mm. at the top, at the bottom of my neck. Just wear a t-shirt which says on the back that it's it's not as hairy as it looks. It's like, dear, I'm not as hairy as I I'm look. I'm not as hairy as I look, I swear. <laughs> Please approach. <laughs> I am not as hairy as I look. Um, it, yeah. So, so anyway, I got, I got, I had a wax. I had my first wax last year. My, as in my, my partner waxed me. As in on the back. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. My partner waxed my back. And, uh, but then I started shaving it after that. Just because I can get to it myself. Oh, that's fine. That's yeah, easy it's then. Quite easy. Okay. Yeah. Just, great shame. Yeah. All the hair. All the hair. Eyebrows. Eyebrows. Eyebrows are huge. Eyebrows on fleek. What? That's a, you're so bad at social culture. Yeah. At, I am. At, like I am. The, at the teens and the 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 youth. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 eyebrows. Uh, on fleek. It's like a it's like a like a saying. It's like, oh man, your eyebrows are on fleek. As in, they look good. Yeah. Oh, okay. They've been well fleeked, fleeked, groomed. Interesting. And people say that. Yes. What kids? Is this a kids thing? I think it's maybe like teenage thing, or was a teenage thing. I'm probably five, six years out of date now. Okay. To be honest. What is an on fleek eyebrow? <laughs> an on fleek eyebrow is is it's hard to describe with English words. <laughs> We we don't yet have the language to communicate what an on fleek eyebrow really means, but it's kind of I guess the best way I could put it is it's well shaped, big, big. I think bushy big. eyebrows are quite. Are they in now? Interesting. I've who heard... decides? I don't who know. decides? The committee. They on fleeks. Yes, the people who are on fleek describe what is next on to be on fleek. That's not really fair. No, it's not. But Selvi. A bold modelling agency, mm. will he earn as much money there as he will at a hair agency? Probably not. But I don't know. I think at this point he's not really doing it for the money, right? He's doing it for the... What's he doing it for? I guess prestige, but it's like, it's a very personal prestige to him. He wants to prove that he's more than just his hair, although doing it in exactly the same way that he proved he did was although, good with hair. Although, you might find that he comes across someone 
who has a close relationship to him when he gets to the bold modeling agency. Someone he hasn't seen in years. Someone who walked out on him. No. I'm just saying. Is this what you've done with? Oh. Just saying. It's a script. Ah, it's a good script. Yeah, it's, I told you, you know, it's too late. I'm sorry, Phil. It's all right. Okay. Um, on another note, we heard from the Wellman company. They sent a letter, uh, a cease and desist letter. We would like to reply on air that we will cease, but we will not desist. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Is that our official message back to them? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. We've checked with the lawyers. It's all going to be fine. Here's a piece of news. Here's some news. Here's some news. Here's some news for you now that the liberal elite media won't tell you about. Yeah. But you'll get it here on Sketching Out with Coldplay's Comedy. So there's a change.org campaign titled, We Want Jeff Bezos to Buy and Eat the Mona Lisa. (laughs) Which was actually made one year ago, but has gained fame in the past, like, 12 hours. Why is it in the past 12 hours? Yeah. Why has it gained so much traction now? I don't know. But earlier today, I was looking, I was telling you it was at, like, 3,900 signatures. Yeah. And then, like, an hour or two later, it's at 4,300. Wow. What's the target? Once it gets to 5,000 signatures, then it is likely to be picked up by local news. Okay. So who's picking it up? Wow. Where did you see it? What local news? Where is this local to? Is it it Jeff Bezos' hometown? Or, or where, probably where or, he lives. Or in, or are they going to be like on high alert at the Louvre? <laughs> depends. Yeah, the local yeah. news in France will be like that. They're just like ringing up. It's like, do you know where Jeff Bezos is? And it's like, we haven't seen We've him. We've lost eyes on him. <laughs> We've lost <laughs> eyes on him. He's easy away. Oh my God, I see. He's behind the Mona Lisa. Stop him now. <laughs> he's like, he's putting hot sauce on a Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why? And then the description is, nobody has ever eaten the Mona Lisa. And we... <laughs> And we feel Jeff Bezos needs to take a stand and make this happen. He needs to take a stand. I mean, if he wanted to buy and eat the Mona Lisa, he could, right? I guess so. Do you think he would buy it with the intention of eating it and tell them? He would tell the Louvre, he's like, I want to buy it so I can eat it. No, or, well, I think he'd strenuously deny he, that that was his reason for buying it, even though everyone on Change.org knows very well right. why he's buying the Mona Even though Lisa. he comes in with, like, a bib. Yeah, on. and life and fork. Yeah. How much do you think it would cost? Uh, I don't think there are figures on this type of thing. How I mean, how much does it bring in in tourism every year? Well, it would have to be at least a lot, at least a hundred times that. Why do you think? Well, because it might they might it's, if they're going to sell it, it's got to be like a hundred years worth of Mona Lisa tourism for it to be worth. I it. see. Okay. I mean, when was the Mona Lisa painted? No idea. A long time ago. I mean, definitely more than a hundred years ago. Yeah, but do we have a hundred years left, or do we want the money now? Oh, I see. Do we want to? Do we want to bail? <laughs> yeah. Do we want to bail on the Mona Lisa? Take the money. Do we want to cash and out? Run. It's true, actually, because at some point, I'm sure the value of the Mona Lisa will decrease once it's eaten. Even if it wasn't eaten. Okay. Just like as the price of anything, it will fluctuate, right? Eventually. Okay. Okay. As in, in like 400 years, maybe everyone will be like, "I don't really care for it." And nope. they're like, take the Mona Lisa down. Take she's it. just taking up space she's, on that wall. Yeah, she's just dusty. There's like a flickering light in the room. I think, but I envisage a situation in which she negotiates a price with them. Yeah. They hand over the Mona Lisa and then he takes it home to eat it. Um, he takes it home to eat it? Wherever he wants, really. I think that should be Would a, he have it with anything? A Rembrandt. To wash it down. To wash it down. Yeah. He's like finished his Mona Lisa and he's like, oh, God, oh. that was tough. <laughs> I wasn't sure where she was looking. Yeah. Um, let's uh, she kept watch looking it. At me. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere I was trying to eat her, she was just staring at me. <laughs> yeah. Let's just wash it down with uh, the milkmaid. Yeah. The Vermeer, the milkmaid. Yeah. 
Let's wash it down Ooh, with milky. the statue of David. <laughs> <laughs> Defeated by his own greed, I think Jeff Bezos would be in that situation. Imagine, imagine like <laughs> Jeff Bezos choked on the statue of David. At, at which point do you think? How much of it do you think he's managed to eat? I mean, he's, he can chisel it down. Obviously, I don't expect him. To I imagine he whole. gets and into sitting medically enhanced so that he can so that he can kind of swallow like a snake. Okay, but then it gets inside him and he just bursts open. Oh, okay, so he just wasn't able to stretch as far as he thought. He got most. Yes, exactly. He got most of it in, like Henry VIII, when Henry VIII tried to eat the statue of David. <laughs> yeah, right before he wrote Green Sleeves. Jeff Bezos. Yeah. He's retired now as CEO of Amazon, right? Yeah, whatever that means. Yeah, okay. And now he's doing something else, but we don't space. know what. He's going to space. I know that. Space. Yes. Um, space Amazon. Do you think, because yeah. you know how they say when people go to space that it's very difficult to come back because you're like one minute considering something from a very different perspective and realizing how small we all actually are. Yeah. And then you're filling out a form for TFL when you come back right. and a lot of people sort of look at that and think wow this is futile as in do you think the, the humility jeff, of it yeah. yeah do you think that jeff bezos might come back and like liquidate his company i was gonna say break up amazon buy buy facebook break it up um buy everyone's data back to them um give everyone's data back to them right uh and and you know imagine what would you do you come so you've you've come back from earth Mm. Uh, sorry you come back from space you're landing the door opens what's your first words ah everything feels a lot heavier okay and then i'd probably move on you would scream run (laughs) run (laughs) and just like not explain it (laughs) (laughs) but get get everyone to do it that would be such a good idea yeah just for no why has no one done this just for a few minutes so pull yeah. what a great prank. Everyone has the opportunity. These they these opportunities they wasted. are being wasted. Maybe that's what Jeff Bezos maybe this is why Jeff Bezos wants to go to space. He's been waiting to do this gag. He'll create yeah. That's why he started Amazon. Is, exactly. Okay, well, um, if you've ever given a dog a job or taken a job from a dog, even, <laughs> then uh, let us know. Coldplatescomedy.com. Email address is coldplatescomedy at gmail.com. If you liked any of the sketches, they're all on SoundCloud. And find them on the website. Listen back to them and share them. Share with your grandmother. Play it to your dog. When he's not at work. Yeah, don't bother him at work. No. Sun cream your heads in this weather. Sun cream your heads. If you don't have any hair, it's the index. The UV index is very high. It's gorgeous today. It's gorgeous outside. And protect your head, though. Sketching Out. Brought to you by Amazon's Mona Lisa flavoured argan oil.